of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. And welcome to the Active Worship Podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Thank you for joining me today. We are today in Psalm 146, which is not attributed to any particular author. This is the first of the last five psalms. And in all five psalms, all five um, poems here are hymns marked by opening and closing cries of praise the Lord. So it characterizes their pervasive mood, which is praising the Lord. Let me read for you Psalm 146 and we'll get into my commentary. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations, praise the Lord. We see this similar language in Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, O my soul. The psalmist is speaking to his soul. I'm reminded that as we preach the gospel, we need to preach the gospel to ourselves. And that is why I suggest that worship is not just vertical, but it is horizontal. Not that you are worshiping other people, but there is a communal aspect to worship. And when we preach the gospel in worship, when we proclaim the gospel, we are proclaiming the gospel to each other. And so the psalmist here is crying out to his soul, personifying the soul, saying, O soul, I command you, <laughs> Praise the Lord. Verse 3. Put not your trust in princes. Some believe that this reference is to foreign kings who rule over Judah after the nation's Babylonian exile of the 6th century BC. I've discussed that before. But there were earlier times when the children of Israel misplaced their trust in native rulers. For example, 1 Samuel 8. Verse 5, blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Talking about help, God is the only one capable of helping those in distress. And this verse provides the theme of the psalm. And the following verses describe his power and his compassion. Verse 6, he says, he made heaven and earth. So God's role as creator is highlighted to emphasize his great power. Verse 7. He executes justice for the oppressed, gives food to the hungry. This again reveals God's compassion toward those who are needy, the least 
of these. I was um, at a football game at Texas Tech last year, and sitting beside me was a University of Texas fan wearing all orange, and I was nice to him, and I thought, man, I really loved the least of these today. Hopefully you laughed at that joke. Verse 9. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. And so while God promotes the cause of the weak, he resists the proud and those who are abusive. So this psalm speaks of praising the Lord, and then the second half of it gives the reasons, and not just the reasons, but some reasons of the limitless reasons to praise God. So here is Psalm 146 set to music. Thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. the fatherless and widow 
God subverts the wicked's way. Yes, the Lord will reign forever. Zion's God forever.